I'm supposed to start, aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) Coming to you from Beer Snob City, it's Beer Plus 3, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is the one man who knocked three times on the ceiling because he wants me. It's Rick Anderson. Knock, knock. And with us, a special guest today, Beto. Hola. Hola. He knocked twice on the pipe to say no. (laughs) And uh, I am the king of hangover. You are. We are beer. Bless you. You've got that. Uh, you've got that aura of hangover. I do, but I'm hoping this all this beer will hear that aura. Oh God, man! I I don't know. I mean, can you drink when you're hungover? I mean, does it? No, I can't either. I don't know how Jeff does it. Jeff is like a. Uh, it's called alcoholism. <laughs> I don't know if you guys do this. That's pretty much what it's called. I was trying to build it up it's to be blood. like a skill, you know, to sort of uh, make you feel a little bit, you know, like it was a special thing, like your yeah. special power. You know, if you were a superhero. Yeah, if I was a yeah. superhero, I'd be drinking man. I'm not sure how, how much help, though, you could be in crime <laughs> fighting with that. I would make great commentary <laughs> while it was going on. I can get up around 1130 <laughs> and start drinking all over. Watch out, criminals. Exactly. <laughs> I'll come just make fun of you later. That's right. <laughs> Vehemently make fun of you <laughs> while I'm drinking. Yeah. I remember our first trip to Portland, and and we were all completely hungover and wrecked the next morning, and you walked into Deschutes. We all went in there to, uh, I think some people wanted to get some beer, fill it mm-hmm. up for later. For later. Yeah, for later. <laughs> <laughs> and buy some, uh, you know, some of the souvenirs that we didn't get. That's when I, bu- I bought one of the glasses there. Um, and I will never forget you going right up to the bar and getting a beer and start sucking down. I was like, oh, my God, man, I'm going to throw up. I have to go out and get some fresh air. I can't even watch you do this. I have no idea how a human being manages to put more alcohol into their body. When their body is actually in the physical state of saying, I cannot take any more of this, you have to stop. But my body hadn't gotten to that point. <laughs> when when does your body get to that point, Jeff? I mean, is there? does it actually happen at some point? Or Usually I lose consciousness yeah. at some point. So, and uh, that's, that's how my body tells me. That's your brain. Your brain's up there just going, Jesus Christ, he is not going to stop. Just black him out. Let's just yeah, stop. Just, just cut off his black senses. It off. <laughs> cut him off from reality. Make sure he's not going to remember a thing. You're like that Pixar movie. What is it? Inside or Inside, <laughs> inside Out? Yeah. yeah. You've got you've got like the you've got like the the alcoholic inside you, you know, arguing with the, you know, he's he's working with the hand and the mouth guys. They're like, "Keep keep going. Keep right. going. Go, go, go. Keep doing it." Thank you. So, Jeff, you're pouring a... I'm pouring ecliptic. 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 The Rosette Sasson. Uh, It's a Belgian-style ale brewed with strawberries and hibiscus, or as he would call it, Jamaica. 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 Ah, There you go. Jamaica. Hibiscus. Hibiscus, yes. What, Jamaica? What are you talking about? Jamaica. They call that flower Jamaica, the hibiscus flower. Oh, yeah, okay. Because I think that's where it's from. Oh. And we call it hibiscus because, well, English. Because <laughs> it sounds tasty that way. It does <laughs> not. <laughs> but it makes a yummy drink. And this is a seasonal from them. So, mm-hmm. it, it, 
Where's the Where's they at? Where's they at? They're in Portland, Oregon, of course. Oh, Earth. are they? Okay, that's cool. I it's was nice that they put Earth on there. I would have. I was gonna say I've been buying their their <laughs> beer because I've been label shopping these guys. But every time we've had one of them, I've mm-hmm. been impressed. They've they've all been really good. Well, you did bring another one called Pollux. Pollux, yeah. I wanted which, to actually bring. Uh, sounds like something you'd find and go to the doctor for, but <laughs> find on your body. I found this thing. Oh, you got Pollux. That's what you got. We're gonna have to do. Uh, That's what I get for going to outpatient Jamaica. surgery. <laughs> we'll get that right <laughs> off of you. But uh, that's an Imperial IPA, and we'll get to that uh, in another time. What do we think so far? I like it. I like this a lot, actually. This is um, it's kind of kind of light. Oh yeah, this is the breakfast beer of champions. <laughs> breakfast beer again, you know, tying back into the hangover topic. I cannot <laughs> fathom the concept of a breakfast. Beer. You know, I can drink beer with a hangover. If hard alcohol, I'm not really a yeah. huge fan of doing that. I mean, yeah. if you have like a really good. Bloody Mary or something, something nice and super spicy right, and yummy, right, and you know right. that's fine. But uh, yeah, just give me a beer. Yeah, don't put wine in front of me either. What was your go-to drink when? I mean, uh, you. I assume at some point you went through the phase that everybody goes through with the where you're preferring hard alcohol over other drinks, right? Yeah. No, you didn't. You know, I've always liked gin and tonic. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> when we were hanging out, I'm sure I've brought this up before. When we were hanging out, we'd go to the top of the towers. And start the day. That would be our, we'd hit top of the towers at like 5 o'clock. That would be the start of our Friday night or Wednesday yeah. night or whatever the fuck night it was. And we'd order uh, um, Long Island iced teas because they actually made them with all mm. seven shots nice. and a splash of Coke. Yeah. And we'd give the woman like 50 bucks. That was her tip. Just make us Long <laughs> right, Islands. Right. And we'd go through two of those, and that was the start of the night. Wow. And then we'd move on to, we usually have beer all along the way and at least a couple of gin and tonics, maybe a martini if we went someplace fancy. Yeah. And for people outside of Bellingham, Top of the Tower is the place was. that used to be up at the Bellingham Tower. Yep. Okay, yeah. So I And I also wanted to clarify that you weren't talking about something else. But So you would go there and start, you said, your weekend? Uh, our or night drinking. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. And it usually ended up at our house at, by two by two a.m. Dave had invited everyone at the last bar we went to to our house, wow. and everybody <laughs> at the previous bars as well. So we ended up, you know, because if you go bar hopping like that, you tend to run into some of the same people because they're doing the same thing. Yeah. And so a lot of these people are like, "Well, I guess we're going to their house right, now," right. and I'm like, well, "You just invited everybody, eh, fucking." <laughs> So we would always have to leave early, spend our own money to buy shit tons of beer, and head back to our house. And of course, at that point, usually me or Dave were unfit to drive, but Dave was always the one to write the check to when we read through, uh, oh. uh, not Taco Bell, what is it, uh, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. That was where we could write checks. <laughs> he was so I've... drunk one day, while he was throwing up out of the car, I yeah. made him write a check <laughs> for Jack in the Box. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Dave. Dave, write the check, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) So he he writes the damn check. Uh, It was so bad. He the next day he had to go back there because he felt so bad because it was just looked terrible. You couldn't even recognize the letters or numbers. So (laughs) they took it. They, I mean, the person at the drive-thru took it, so yeah. we got our, our Jack in the Crack food. But you know, uh, you know that you just became wow. a you just became like a Jack in the Box employee legend. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that story is going to keep getting passed down from generation to generation, and it's going to grow with every telling. You know? <laughs> let's hope so. Let's hope. Let's hope there's a, 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 a future Bob Dylan that writes a uh, song about me. 
Remember those guys with that truck with the 12 kegs in the back that came through that time? Oh, no, we were in the Geo. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, see, <laughs> a little red Geo. No, it becomes with, a, it with becomes the, the a fat truck. guy puking out the side. <laughs> I can all the way down the, you know how the drive through comes around all the way. Just like, it's trail. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, God. But he managed to write a check on the oh, way. So I didn't. He, had to, he came back the next day and rewrote them a new check and took that one back. And he showed it to me. It was just chicken scratch. It, was <laughs> it, looked, it looked like a two year old got a hold of a check and started trying to. I'm going to write a check. <laughs> Signed, my mom. <laughs> It was awesome. Oh my god! Ugh. So yeah, that was usually I, the end of a night, right there. Um, we would eventually find Dave or myself. Dave would just strip down to his tidy whities and just hug the toilet, and people would just go in and pee over him. Oh. <laughs> Girls would sit down, right? Just whatever. <laughs> We'd eventually find him uh, next to the toilet in his tidy whities, just curled up, oh. sleeping away like a little peaceful baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. he's adorable. I held back his hair many times. So. It's what friends do. That's a beautiful image, Jack. It was. It is. It is. I love the idea that you guys start at the top of the tower and end at Jack in the Box. It just feels one of the fancier restaurants in Bellingham at the time. Yeah, that's where we start and we end at Jack in the Box. Jack in the Crack. Got to get my fajitapitas and my curly fries. I don't know. Dave loved Jack in the Box. He probably still does. But he worked there for a while. Um, down in Texas, I think he worked with Jack in the Box for a yeah. while. He ended up being, I think, a manager at some point. But <laughs> loves that Jack in the Box. Never been there. You've never gone there? Never. Yeah, well, you're definitely not missing anything. So. Oh, what about <laughs> the, the tacos? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Monster tacos, I think is what they're called? Uh, no. no. Foul. Foul. <laughs> My wife the other day, <laughs> they, they are, they're horrid, horrid. Even for gringo tacos, they're fucking horrid. <laughs> like the hard shell? No, they, that's, that's the thing. They're not even the hard shell. They're like the yellow corn tortilla, and they, they just put the meat and, you know, that, that shitty, you know, taco meat right. um, that you get in the Midwest, <laughs> um, and they put the taco meat in there. They just... Put a sprinkling of, of lettuce and tomato and onion, and then they wrap it up in this foil and then leave it under a light. One of those heat lamps for about 15 hours, and that is a monster fucking taco. They are oh, just disgusting. So why did you why did you specify the the hard shell taco? Is that not that's a very gringo thing? Yeah, when oh, you said it? the gringo taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time I saw that was here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Yeah, it's more of a Tex-Mex thing. Yeah. Really oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, it's an American taco. I kind of like exactly them. What it is. <laughs> yeah, in Mexico, we do have the hard shell that yeah. is flat, not the U shape. It's not oh, a taco. Okay. Yeah, it's a tostada. Right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tostada. Yeah, they're kind of like the crunchy shell though. So right. I don't really care if it's authentic or not. I'll eat it. <laughs> not a jack in the box. It's an, it's <laughs> it's still, it, it is authentic though. I mean, I me and me and uh, Mike have had this argument oh, many yeah, many yeah. times, and you know what? We both ended up being right. That's yeah. that's the, the, the stupid thing is we were arguing the same thing because it is that's still a taco yes it's just an American food yeah because well it was it would have been Mexican had uh, you know the Alamo thing and Texas wanted to keep slaves and Spain didn't want to keep slaves anymore so <laughs> okay. Texas seceded from Spain and that whole thing happened oh, so. okay yeah yeah 
Uh, Mike makes right, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's it. But yeah, the, oh, Jack in the Box. I ate so much Jack in the Box because he would just bring home $40 worth of Jack in the Box food. And like, I went out drinking. Here's some Jack in the Box. Okay. I'm not. You a, would eat Jack in the Box all week long because it would just end up in the fridge. I'm not a big fan of fast food, but if. Like Jack in the Box? Why? I mean, even amongst I fast food, that's not even very it's good. It's the shittiest fast food of fast food. I mean, if there was a ladder, a scale, it would be down there with like taco time. If you're gonna it's sub- really where that would be. If you're gonna subject your body to that, go ahead and get the good stuff. You know. Well, usually we were horribly inebriated by the time we yeah we got there. So you don't care what you put in your body at some point. It's always always been you know Jack in the Box has always struck me as bland. Um, like Wendy's is kind of bland, mm-hmm. you know. So oh yeah, just um, you know, I don't want to defend McDonald's or make a case for them, but they're if you're gonna eat fast food, go for that. Go it's, for the McDonald's. You know, they're they're okay. It's not something you want to live. They're on. the Wolfgang pucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not go too far with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they're more like the Chipotles. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Except you don't end up with a uh, an illness after. Well, sometimes you do actually. Mm. This beer is this good, is though. really good. Yeah, I, I would give this a four. This is def- this is a four and a half at least. Yeah, I'm. You guys don't want anymore. Sorry. I'm impressed. I'll have a little bit. Yeah. Warm up over here. I'll have a little bit of the, the epileptic size. Oh, look at the drakes coming. Oh yeah, I let that settle for a minute. <laughs> You end up chewing on it. Yeah, I didn't know they were in. Uh, Look at that. Oregon. It's nice and cloudy too. I'm gonna have to do a little bit of research. See, this is why we need our intern here, so they can be researching. Uh, they're in Portland, so uh, next time we head down to Portland, we'll have to. Yeah. Whether we head to Portland or Bend for our our hundredth episode. Yeah. We will definitely have to uh, ben, crank that out. Bend sounds a little bit more interesting than. Bend than does, Portland. but it's so far away. Yeah, where is Bend? Is that in? Southern part of Oregon? Um, God, where is Bend? I don't. See, I, it's like is, central. I think it's in central Oregon. Oh, okay. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. So it just sounds more interesting to me. I mean, the way Mike describes it, at least it sounds like a. I mean, Portland's fun. I've had I've had a blast both times I've gone there with you guys, but Bend sounds a little. Yeah, bit more, Ben uh, Ben does sound like a uh, more awesome Bellingham. Yeah, it's just in the middle of fucking nowhere. Skip, Skip. stupid dumb Google. <laughs> Piece of shit. I got it. Okay, Ben. There it is. I love uh, you. Oh, no, it's Deschutes National Forest. That's where we get Deschutes from. Deschutes National Forest. Yes. Oh, no, they're just south of Portland. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's not a big they're, deal. They're, we could, oh, there's so many breweries on the way there, though. Um, oh, no, yeah, it's in Central. I was right. It's in Central. It's just right on the other side of the mountains. It's a, so it's right across from Eugene. Oh, okay. So yeah. You go yeah. Over the mountains. Eugene cool. is where I saw the Grateful Dead. Yeah. My God, they sucked. You saw that? Oh, oh good my God, God. I was going to ask. Sucked. Please tell me. I mean, you're you're someone that appears to appreciate, uh, or you're, I guess you're a fan of uh, David Bowie. I can't I can't get the Grateful Dead into the same <laughs> into the same thing. There. No, and they're not bad, but like their old recordings are good because they 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 had a producer and they recorded. These guys were just oh, they must have been. They were first of all they were old at the time, yeah. And that was this is twenty five years ago, and uh, the Indigo Girls came out before them. Yeah, those women are fucking amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. They were they they every song was spot on. They were just professional, absolutely amazing, um, uh, great musicians. And then these old fucks come out there. <laughs> I'm gonna play now. 
<laughs> oh my god, the Otter Jug Band would have been better to fucking be on stage than these schmucks. They were horrible, and it was hot as fucking Eugene at that at, during. It was this, like high summer, yeah. and it was like 115 we're, degrees, yeah. and. Oh, all I wanted to do, and it was high as a Georgia pine. Okay, it was fucking. Were oh, you a, insane? Were, were you a fan of theirs at all, or were you just a there? little bit at the time? You okay. know, I, I've always gone through like these weird musical phases. Right. Like you know, I went through that '70s phase where I didn't do enough cocaine to really like it that much, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and so uh, you know, I, I got into the hippie stuff because you know my roommate at the time. I always try to absorb other people's music. You know? Yeah. And uh, uh, my roommate at the time was really into him, man. These guys are awesome. <laughs> Love Brian. Brian's a great guy. Um, uh, he, uh, but he was really into that, and he's the one that really got me into uh, 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 some of the other like reggae stuff. Yeah. Um, but he also got me into those guys. I have well. tried my hardest with the Grateful Dead. I've listened to so much of their stuff, and I just can't. It does, yeah. never clicks. It just never clicks. You I, just I can, haven't done enough drugs. I guess. I don't know if that's the secret or if there's some More kind drugs. of... Yeah, I don't know. I but there's a correlation. Yeah, I no, there's no... I agree with you. They're, they're not that good. I'm sure. <laughs> as far as, as, far as uh, you know, the bands overall, you know, like classic bands from that era especially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking from the same era as, as, as Pink Floyd. And, yeah, yeah. And, that's and, that's one of the reasons. I'm and, so interested. I'm, I have a, a great interest in bands from that era. I love that. I love the sound that a lot of those bands did. Oh, the late 60s and, so, and 70s? Oh, yeah, amazing. And I just I know so many people who love the Grateful Dead. I mean, they just they just talk about them like they were gods, you know. Kind of like uh, how Pink Floyd fans talk about them. Well, but they are gods, so <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I just slightly I've... different. <laughs> you know, better bad. gods. <laughs> My gods are better. better than yours. <laughs> Sounds like a. Isn't there a book called Better Gods? I thought there was like a. That actually sounds. I think there's a there is a book called Neil Gaiman wrote yeah. a book called American Gods, oh, okay. which is going to be a TV series, which I still have to read the book. Yeah. But he's so what's a, what is I'm I'm curious. What is the? Were you much of a concert goer? Or what's the? What's no, the, I yeah. I went to a few concerts. I went and saw um, what was it? It was uh, uh what the fuck? Billy Idol. Oh no, and, kidding. Uh, um, not Anthrax. Who the fuck opened for him? Anthrax. Not Anthrax. <laughs> um, God, who the fuck? <laughs> I would pay money to see Anthrax open <laughs> for, for Billy Idol. Idol. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Nobody would go for Billy Idol. Um, the guys that uh, wrote that, uh, it's it. It's oh, it. oh, what is it? Uh, the, the, uh, what the fuck is their name? They opened up for him. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, um, yeah. yeah. My, I'm a fa- I'm a, I'm a fan of his, but I can't remember that. What is the name of the band? Faith, Faith no, no more. more. Faith yeah, no more. Yeah, yes, yeah, Faith right, no yeah. more opened up for Billy Idol. And like most of us wow. went to go see Faith No More. Wow, yeah. Of course. So Faith That's No More a... opened up for him, and then Billy Idol came out, and we all know the Billy Idol song. So of course everyone's yeah. going to stay and listen to Billy Idol and sing along. Um, but uh, at one point in the concert, <laughs> Faith No More, all of them came out naked with <laughs> with bags oh over their head and just danced around Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. <laughs> It was good. It was that's good. Great. Oh, it was that's great. It was funny. Yeah. Um, apparently, they, Billy Idol played a practical joke on him in a different city, like put uh, farm animals in uh, their green room or something. Pay back <laughs> yeah. And so they were paying him back, <laughs> being naked on stage with him. And he, 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 he's, he was obviously one of those, you know, I'm, I'm not gay. You know, one of those kind of guys. And so he was like, oh, no. <laughs> it was, it was kind of funny. So. That's, um, you know, I. But concerts for me, I mean, I did go see. Queensryche, 
when okay. they did uh, the that the, the they had that awesome kind of story rock opera album yeah, that they yeah, did. Yeah. Um, yep. I can't remember what it was Mind Crime or Mind something Crime. like yep. that. Yep. Um, but those huge concerts, I fucking hate them. Yeah. I really hate them. There's too many people. I can't see the band anyway. I I can no. Yeah. I just have never been a huge concert goer. It's a yeah. That's that's always been a complaint of mine too. Um, the only big show that I've ever seen that I was really blown away by, I mean, I, like uh, emotionally affected by, was was Radiohead. And I saw them in Vancouver about right. 19, well, maybe about 2000, 2001, somewhere around there. Yeah. It was an unbelievable show. I mean, it was a big, really? it was in a big place. It was like in a stadium attached to a college somewhere. It was the weirdest, weirdest venue. Hmm. But um, we were, we got up front. We managed to get right up front. And so we were in the crowd right at the front, and it was a fantastic show. I mean, they just did amazing. They played as if they were playing in a little club. You know, it had that vibe to it, even though they were playing this massive crowd. That's awesome. And they have a song called Permanent Daylight. And while they're playing that song, the uh, rays of the sun, and I thought this was a stage effect, and I thought, wow, that's really cool. It looked like the the lights were coming through these big beams from from the sun coming through the back of the stage. I thought that's a really cool effect, and I realized midway through the sun is setting and it just happened to be coming through ah. these openings. And there was just oh, that's the, awesome! It was the craziest thing, and you could you know, and as the song progressed, it the sun just kind of went away as this song it called like permanent perfect. permanent daylight cool. went away. It was the coolest thing. It was a very cool effect. But um, that was Morrissey. that was just a great great show. That was probably my favorite concert that i've ever been to um big big one at least yeah. i love the smaller venues absolutely yeah. uh we've been to uh yep. uh jazz alley in 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 uh, seattle uh, like three or four times there's not a bad seat in the house i mean there's yeah there's shitty seats but there every seat can see the stage right yeah the, the right. no seat is very far from the stage so it's right. really an awesome venue uh, we've seen some uh, i've seen there's certainly some like classic jazz musicians there and stuff um but the smaller venues like that are just amazing to see. How about you, Beto? What kind of? Uh... I, you know, I think the my fave was the nineteenth, the Pink Floyd, the Division Bell. Oh yeah, were oh, you? Where uh, did you see uh, that? Was in the um, like the racetrack in Mexico. The like, oh yeah, wow, wow, it was wow. Yeah, and it was one of the I think the one of the biggest I ever seen, and it was just. Fabulous! Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I saw them in uh in Vancouver at I think BC Place. Yeah, that was where they they went there on that tour, and yeah, that was a good show actually for as far as uh big big arenas go. They but they're 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 famous for filling up places like that. They can really make it feel. they like yeah, but show. they also do a really big show in an yeah. arena. They do right. an arena right. show. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. like Billy Idol was in the uh, uh, Key Arena. Yeah. And he was this tall for me. So, you know, <laughs> he probably is this tall, but he was literally this tall for me. So I, <laughs> I of course, I'm holding my fingers up. Yeah, and like, it's a really like bad uh, sight yeah. gag for a fucking podcast. But that was my biggest problem is he didn't have the arena show. And yeah. neither did. Oh, and yeah. Queensryche just had a big, uh, you know, uh, like, yeah. A thing like that they showed a movie yeah, on, basically, yeah. and the that that just if you're going to do an arena, flat, yeah, do an arena. Rush yeah. on their last tour that they did, which is like technically their awesome. last tour. What they did to the concept on stage was that they started with the same exact stage setup that they had on their last tour, which was weird. I thought that's weird. This is like their final tour, and they're going out with by recycling the old one. But what they did was money. at through the show, it kept going back in time. 
And yeah. so the stage would change and it would be like, oh, shit, now they look like the from the 70s. And they got all the way back down to the end of the show, the last song. All they had was no stage effects, just flat lights right. on them. Wow. And they just yeah. played a couple of their really old songs. And they did it chronologically backwards. Oh, so please don't tell me they didn't play anything from their first album. They that did. Album <laughs> they did play. Oh, my God, it's so bad. <laughs> I've but, listened to it over and over again, yes, but yeah. it's still not. Like, and then uh, they, they ended with, I can't remember what they ended with, but they, they brought everything suddenly back out and did like the big big finish. But the, yeah. I remember watching that, though, that, that kind of flat, here's just a few lights flashing, or you know, it was, and I just thought, oh, my God, way back then people used to come to these shows, and this is what they would see. Right. They're like, God, this is interesting, but it kind of sucks. I would hate to watch a whole show like that. Yeah. Especially in a venue that big. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I'd rather go see comedy. Yeah? Stand-up comedy is the best thing to go see live. It's so yeah. much fun. Not for me. No? No. No. Why is that? Well, I'm an ESL. Well, he, I'm an ESL, so he takes... Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. He's also Mexican. The they don't have jokes. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> we have tons of gringo jokes. <laughs> yes, there's plenty of gringo yeah. jokes. Uh, I just live with a Mexican that tells really bad jokes all the time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so. You, you were mentioning that last time. <laughs> that was my wife saying, fuck you. <laughs> well, what was the... You, you mentioned this on the last podcast, the Ohio joke, but you never told the Ohio <laughs> joke. I, I have no Come idea. Come here. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it a? Yeah. Is it a, right. it's, uh, just, it don't even bother. Don't even. No. <laughs> is this bother. behavior we don't want to encourage? No, it's not. <laughs> no, her jokes just simply get worse. My favorite joke. I probably have told it before. My favorite joke I played on her was. Yeah. God, who was? Uh, I think Dave was in the car. Somebody was in the car. Yeah, it was Dave. Yeah, it was in Tuxpan. And, yeah. And she was telling all of her bad jokes. Yeah. Um, and, and so I decided to tell a bad joke. And I just turned to her and said, how do you keep a turkey in suspense? And then I went back to the conversation yeah. with yeah. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> About a minute later, she goes, I'm the turkey, aren't I? That was fast. <laughs> I've known her for a while. But she was really quiet for the whole minute. Like, Wait. <laughs> That's Brilliant. like that joke where people would take a dollar bill and they would write on the front, how do you keep an idiot in suspense, see other side. If you flip it over, it says, how do you keep an idiot in suspense, see other side. <laughs> when the guy should have just took the money and put it in his pocket yeah. and left. <laughs> one of my favorite jokes, I'm sure I've told this before, but uh, one of my favorite jokes in bars back in the day was, uh, um, and I, I, I completely stole it from my uncle, who yeah. did it to me. Yeah. Um, it was uh, after you go to the bathroom, and this is back when you actually carried money. So I had you have change in your pocket, and you wet it. You wet the change. Oh, oh, go out, no. go here. And oh. inevitably, somebody's going to go, huh? So I just, why oh. is it wet? Oh, I found it in the urinal. <laughs> that was. It was one of the staples back in the day. Oh, man. Of course, I didn't take it out of the urine. I'm enough of a germaphobe to where just the fact that it's wet, that would have been enough for me. I'd be like, "Ah, (laughs) no, I don't even care where this came from. Why did it just come out of your pocket and it was wet? (laughs) No, I would be holding it when I walked out of the bathroom. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay, got it. Hey, look what I found. And then you do this, and people would automatically just go, hey, boom, drop it. Why is it wet? I found it in the urinal. Ew, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that that reminded me of a friend. Uh, he was um, he was doing some uh, piotti, but in mescaline, so it's uh, like oh. powder. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he, you know, so he he got it on, on inside his pocket. So we went to this club, like nightclub. So you know the chain man, like okay, let me frisk you. Like 
hey, what are you carrying inside your pocket? So he was super high. <laughs> so he handed over the thing and like, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh, it's poop. So the guy in the changes, oh, just throw it like, oh, okay, get inside, get inside. <laughs> Natural reaction. Like, oh, oh, my God. God. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So what's the next beer on the list here? This is, the uh, this is a beer that uh, uh, Mike brought with him for last night uh, yeah. that we didn't open. It's called Old Skook. It's a barley-style ale from Three Magnets Brewing Company. And yeah. we are uh, big fans of Three Magnets because they're freaking awesome, and they're five minutes away from his house. So I yep. can tell. There you go. Old Skook. What kind of uh, What is it again? It's an ale? It's a barley wine-style oh. ale. Oh, that's right. Barley wine-style ale. It's good yeah, stuff. How about with beers? Like you keep the yeah. like rating for each beer, blah blah blah. We used to try to do a group rating, but I, I think it kind of just sort of wasn't that interesting because we we tend to be kind of all over the map, right? I mean, somebody yeah. will hate something, one of us will think it's the greatest beer that's <laughs> ever been on the planet, you know. Right. So it was like, eh, why? we don't really. You you and you and Mike tend to be on completely different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, a lot. actually, yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. Um, he, you and I tend to agree. More often than than he and I do. Oh, that's pretty Which, good. Yeah, this isn't bad. Really I'm not good. crazy about barley wines at all, but this is this is okay. I mean, it's got well, that. they they barley wines. I'm not a huge fan of barley wines either. Olympia made um, old Skook uh, took home a bronze medal in 2015 at the Great America Beer Festival. That's awesome. Huh. Um, what's da, da, da. Uh, in 1898, Sir Ebenezer Howard wrote the book Garden Cities of Tomorrow, yeah. in which he took aspects of town living and country living to create the concept of a utopian city that lives harmoniously with nature. <laughs> town country. Three magnets brewing. Okay, this is boring. Stop fucking <laughs> I was going to say, Jeff, God, please. <laughs> I'm going to edit this part. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, it's a good beer. It's a utopia. It's a, so it's based basically on somebody's concept of a utopia. I it's, got it. It's delicious. I got it. So a bronze medal. That's pretty cool. I mean, no, actually, I was just trying to find the um, alcohol content. Oh. See where the ABV. Yeah, it's eleven percent. Oh, yikes! This will okay. cure, cure what ails you. This is yeah. So this is like two beers in one. Yeah, and speaking of two beers, um, yeah. I just uh, joined my wife for my birthday. Uh, I'm now part of the mug club at the local. The, the local pub house or yeah. public house. What is that? Here in, uh, you essentially pay about $150 and they keep a 16 ounce glass up there with uh, your name or whatever you want written on it. And the mm -hmm. local is also written on it. Yeah. Um, and then you when you come in, automatically, instead of the 12 ounce glass that everyone gets, they auto upgrade that to, uh, you know, the 16 ounce. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, your first beer is, of course, full price. And then your second beer is only $2. Oh, oh nice. So basically, for about seven fifty, I got you know essentially two sixteen ounce beers, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, that's pretty. So cool. and that that's their little club, and I think I get invited to events and shit too. So. Yeah, but yeah, it's kind of awesome. Yeah, I'm Didn't gonna put. Uh, don't worry, I'll put beer plus three on my. Glass. Yeah, <laughs> did I? It wasn't Caleb. Did Caleb, Caleb already did that? Caleb joined yeah. that. I think he's still part of it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, this is um, I I would I hate to do it, but I'm gonna give this a two. Even though I know it's it's well made, I can tell it's a it's a well made beer. But I just it, the taste I'm not I'm not into that whole. It's just I've never had a barley wine that I that I tasted and thought it was thought it was really good. 
And this has enough of that taste to where I'm just kind of, yeah. eh. It doesn't do it. I like it. So if anybody from Three Magnets ever hears this episode. Oh, well, no, I'm going to go play it for him. <laughs> next time, I'm, gonna, gonna, in, gonna, next time t- I'm in Olympia. You're going to tattle on me. You're going yes. you're to you're gonna make a tape of this episode and put it in a boombox and go, listen to this, listen <laughs> to what... hold it up like uh, Lloyd the... from uh, yeah. from Say Anything. <laughs> listen to what this asshole had to say about your beer. <laughs> but it's just going to be on repeat over and over. I think I'm going to give this a two. Sorry, Three Magnets. I think I'm going to give this a two. Sorry, Three Magnets. I think I'm going to give this a two. Sorry, wiki, Three wiki, Magnets. Wiki, 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 <laughs> Too strong for me. Like yeah. very rich yeah. flavor. Like mm-hmm. oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. I'd give this definitely uh, uh, probably three and a half at least. Yeah. yeah. I grew mm-hmm. up drinking Corona, so yeah. 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 Please, yeah. please. I'm sorry. Understand. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, um, I grew up not drinking beer because it was foul, and then uh, I think uh, I started when I really started drinking any kind of beer. It was like Foster's was my thing. I was like, oh, mm. that must be a real beer. It's from somewhere else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and I never got into beer until I moved to Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> I should tell you something right there. You know, I'm wondering if that's a, a lot of people's experience, of, especially in our age group, which is that we started off with these really awful beer. I mean, hold on, like, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 47. There you go. Yeah. So, or am I 47? 47. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. I can't believe I, I actually like forgot. <laughs> I don't think you're 47. I think you're 46. I think I'm 46, actually. Yeah, because you're... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that I can't even remember my own freaking age. I've gotten I to don't that point. Know. I don't care. Somewhere above forty, I don't know. At that point, it doesn't fucking matter anymore. My straight answer is always seventy-two. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you? Seventy-four. Seventy-two. Something like that. Because I look at least look good for my age, don't I? Right, right. <laughs> I look good. I'm gonna live for fucking ever, bitch. But I think a lot of people in our in our age group have had that same experience of uh, you know. I think mine is pretty extreme because I hated beer so much that I I just decided i didn't like beer i would never like beer and then you know i've told the story before on the podcast where i when i tried some better stuff i was like oh shit maybe i do like it mm-hmm. but um yeah i wonder if i wonder if that's like a pretty common thing i mean you're you sound like that was part of your experience too i mean did you mm-hmm. didn't think you liked beer at first and i uh, it wasn't yeah i didn't didn't do beer i mean, of course at the time i was smoking lots of weed so really i didn't <laughs> need beer uh, beer was not something you'd have i would have like one you know, yeah. and be done. Yeah, because right? I I didn't need it. I was stoned, um, but uh, or really high because I was doing acid or something. And mm. you really don't. Yeah, yeah. I just um, I could never even. I couldn't even stomach. You know, beer. I mean, I re- I actually remember several occasions having you know forcing myself to drink Budweiser or Coors or something and actually puking afterward. I mean, it just doesn't. Something about those really cheap beers doesn't sit well with me. That's why I'm always a little bit weird when it's we the have ash something that they put in the can. <laughs> Ooh. I didn't know they could get away with adding that, actually, but I don't know. Oh, they get that from uh, you know that 3M Corporation. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a flavor. Yeah. It's a flavoring, <laughs> an ass flavoring. But I uh, that's that's why it's I, organic. That's why I always get a little concerned whenever we have something on the podcast that <laughs> fresh for Bob in accounting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I always get a little bit concerned whenever we have anything that's like you know. I always get a little off put by by any loggers or pilsners because I get that feeling like if I drink this, I could potentially end up you know in a in a very bad state <laughs> in about. An hour. I was hoping you'd say uh, you know. 
crazy coat. What are those called? <laughs> what? Uh, never mind. I fucking lost it. I'm still I'm still hungover, but this is curing it real quick. Uh, I'll drink yours if you your want. Your hangovers are adorable. But hey, speaking of adorable. You're uh speaking uh, of of popular beer, I was reading an article this week about about you know mainstream and popular beers, and I found I learned an interesting fact, which is uh, what do you what do you think? What would you guess the most popular beer in the world is? In the yeah. world or yeah, in the states? In the world. In the world, yeah. I would imagine it's probably like Corona or something. Yeah, 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 me too. It's a Chinese beer called Snow. Really? Yeah, and uh, Snow. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. Have you guys ever heard of Snow? This? Snow. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, Miller owned owned a good chunk wow. of it, and they sold it off their share of it. Oh wow! So, yeah. To who? Uh, Inbev or back, back to China Resources Beer, which is the name of the company that owns it. It sounds like a Chinese brewing company. Yeah. And apparently it is... And then you just uh, put happy very, at the front of it or the end of it. Yeah. It'll be fine. But reading the article, <laughs> it sounds like it's got um, high-ass high content, too. <laughs> is oh, it what, yeah. Is, is, it, what, is it rice beer? Like, it's probably um, rice beer. I would oh, imagine. yeah. That's yeah. a good... Yeah, probably. Yeah. Just like Sapporo or a lot of those uh, uh, Asian beers are all yeah, very yeah. much rice yeah. beers. I don't think the Southeast Asian beers are rice beers. I don't think they are. Yeah. Um, I, like, I think uh, Thailand has like tiger and... and Something like that. I know it has a tiger on the bottle. I don't know if it's called tiger. <laughs> the writing I can't really make out, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, most of the most of that the, is motor oil. Is motor tiger oil in the bottle? <laughs> tiger in the bottle. That's motor oil. Let's motor oil. That's yeah. so. Used motor. Oh, so <laughs> used. Yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. I got to drink more of this. Yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of surprised to hear wow. that the most popular beer in the world was something I hadn't even heard of. I think on the next Porch Beer episode, well, we need to get a bottle of this. And, absolutely, uh, we need to get a bottle of this. Yeah. Snow. Well, well, we'll have to search it out, because I've never actually seen snow. Neither have I. Wait. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> but no, I've never seen that that beer anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the Sapporo and, the, and the, a lot of those... Yeah, you know, there Asian was beers. There's a lot of brands that you would guess. The only one I could think of at this point in time. <laughs> there's a lot of different beers out there you could have guessed and probably been close, but because yeah, I wouldn't think guessed. it would be like Corona, because right. you go anywhere in the world and they have Corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they and people are drinking it. You know, that, and everywhere I've ever been, whether it was Europe or, or Mexico or Canada, people are always drinking Corona. It's right. fucking everywhere. Yeah, I'd love to see a list like the top ten list of the most popular beers on the planet. I mean, I wonder if they're all just mainstream. I bet they're all mostly Asian because, you know, China's pretty big. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There. Oh, that's a good right. point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the population. Yeah, maybe yeah. that accounts it's about for... about density. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You get five cities of nine million people, and they're all drinking the same beer. Right. I, I read it's going to be the most popular. I read once that to, to get the same density, population density in the United States, you'd have to take the entire population of the United States and put them all in Washington State. That was the wow. comparison that I that I read to to get us to the same density as uh, as China, and I I could not imagine it'd be that. one giant red state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh good God, no! My, you know what's funny is my kids. You know they haven't. They're not worldly, or they don't understand it. You know they're always coming to me and asking that. They're always saying, "Why, why are there people supporting Donald Trump? I don't see any bumper stickers around here supporting Donald Trump. Where are all these people?" Oh, I've seen a few. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, generally seen, on I've, trucks. Seen, I've seen a couple too. 
But uh, yeah, and I always have to explain to him. I was like, you know, oh, there's other parts of the country are almost I finally like. I saw other... an old guy yesterday. This is this is like the the snipe hunting for me. Yeah. I finally saw an old guy yesterday with uh, um, uh, "Make America Great" hat uh, from Donald Trump. I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to take a picture. He was like, "Hi, how you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" I, yeah, I'm white. You're gonna say hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm not gonna hurt if you. If I wasn't white, you'd say hi to me. But I'd still be like. Ooh. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not You're gonna one of those. <laughs> it's yeah. hard to believe, but it's happening. I. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's just nuts. I. It, yeah. I don't even know what to say. That's one of those things where I'm. I'm literally. I have no. I don't even know exactly how to comment on this because it's just. It's insane. Did you? Uh, did you watch uh, the John Oliver bit? He did like 15 minutes on the whole Trump thing from his show the yeah. last week tonight, and yeah. it was it was brilliant. It was yeah, really yeah. good. He did yeah. a really good job. Yeah, that guy's great. And it really outlined, you know, exactly what the fuck right. Trump is all about. Right. Yeah. Well, Trump's about himself. Yeah. yeah. Have you um you know all those people from the the Daily Show have kind of scattered now that you know it's 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 changed over and um the uh, the one who is really knocking it out of the park is uh, Samantha B. Have you watched her show? Huh. Freaking unbelievable! I don't. I think she's in a bad time slot or something. She doesn't seem to be catching a lot of, uh, getting a lot of momentum. But what's the name you, of the show? Uh, it's Full Frontal with Samantha B. Uh, okay, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't watched it's it. Freaking awesome! It's literally she just comes out. It's it's a completely different format than all the others. She's not at a desk. She's not having guests or anything. She just comes out and starts talking, and she's got like the stuff behind her, like the pictures and stuff, and mm-hmm. she'll just start, just starts going. And just hammers these things like, and it's it's freaking hilarious. She's yeah. awesome. Is she hot? Uh, <laughs> is she hot? Is she hot? Um, <laughs> oh, you're fired. <laughs> I'm glad so. I'm glad somebody's here to fill in Mike's <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I'm not watching. She's not hot. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He get, he gave me a list of all the of all the uh, yeah. Mikeisms. Yeah, hey, that, that you're supposed that, to. Uh, do you mind? <laughs> Not at all, Mike. Oh, there's there's a little story. Uh, um, I'm gonna do uh, my daughter corner here. Let's say, yeah. Uh, uh, my daughter. I'll, I'll the other you, day, I'll let you start, and then I'll be right back. Uh, I was getting her in bed and all that stuff, and, and, and I don't know. Something came up to where, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was calling myself fat because I'm fat, and uh, <laughs> and of course she pipes up and says, "You know what you should do, Dad." You know what you should do, Papa? Daily Burn. That's what you should do. Daily <laughs> Burn. Because she watches the commercial constantly right. on Hulu. <laughs> so that was it. You should do Daily Burn. I said, you know what, honey? You're right. I should. <laughs> I really, really should. But I'd rather shoot people in the head in a video game. I know. Which is my biggest problem. It's not my biggest problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I know. Kids are like that. They my my wife was telling me the other day, uh, my uh, five-year-old, she was watching this. You know, add about the abs toner. You know, the, to the for the doing push-ups. Okay. And she said, like, "Hey, mommy, I should you you should get one of those. You know, <laughs> slightly. You know, <laughs> very politely. You know, hey, mommy, with this uh, sweet voice, voice like, <laughs> sh- I think you should get one of those. <laughs> so it's you, kid. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but my daughter just piped up. Dad, you should do Daily Burn. You watch too much Hulu, kid. 
You're gonna drink some more of this because there's more left. I'm gonna this drink is, more this of the stuff that I'm indifferent to. This is yeah, the more of the stuff you're indifferent. Now pour it all in. That there. makes you pour stronger. It all in that's a lot for me, man. I'm a lightweight. I'm a lightweight. Look at look at how tiny and cross thin talk, I am. Cross talk. Cross talk. <laughs> cross talk. Cross talk. That would make a good title <laughs> for a religious program. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cross Talk. Welcome to Cross Talk, <laughs> where we talk about Jesus. All the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Jesus 24 fucking 7. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to. Yeah, I, I used to watch some of those programs when I was younger because I Why? was. Why? You I were was, a weird kid. I was afflicted with the religion. I was afflicted with the religion. I was afflicted. <laughs> and now I'm free. I actually I used to watch. Um, every morning I used to watch the 700 Club. What? <laughs> God, you were a weird kid. But here's the thing, though. That's what actually started my path, started me on the path to turning against religion. Because that's when I, I started noticing that Pat Robertson would always do his, like, his donation. Because there wasn't know. 700 of them. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lie. This is a shitty club. I'm not going to join. But uh, he would. Really, what are you? He would bring up this law of uh, reciprocity for that's apparently in the Bible that says if you give, if you, give you get, uh, like, double in return. right. right. And I, I would sit there, even as a kid, I would think, okay, but if I'm giving and I'm expecting to get something back, that's not really giving. That's I'm doing that because I'm going to get rewarded. And then it started occurring to me, he only talks about this when he wants money from his viewers. And I was yeah, like, this something's messed up here. Why is that happening? Millions upon millions of dollars is given to these right. guys. Oh, oh my God. Great marketing blurb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. That guy, and then I by now, as if the Holy Ghost really needs some money. <laughs> really, that's what you're telling me. God's a little short this week. Can't even <laughs> see the motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> Holy Ghost and Jesus and that other guy are gonna don't. head. To, they're gonna head over to the strip club. They don't have enough dollars. <laughs> Get some dollars in the pocket. They're gonna go save some bitches. God's God, <laughs> don't make God go to one of those payday loan places. Come on, <laughs> it just doesn't look good. Okay. Just, just God loves him. money tree. Just load him a twenty. Come on, <laughs> that's all he needs. He can get by until then. Yeah. Top ramen, he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm gonna have a party when uh, when Pat Robertson finally kicks off. He's not dead yet. No, uh, that's isn't he's that well hard preserved. to believe? He oh, must be well preserved. Yeah. He does the, so the he, I can't do anything but smile at some point. Yeah, I'm he's, sure he's had enough surgery by the, this point. Yeah, so he's. Uh, I'm gonna. I am gonna set up. Always a little, surprised. I'm gonna set up a little shrine to him in my house, you know, and we'll have a party where we, you know, we. we oh, uh, are we gonna burn him in effigy? <laughs> we'll do like a Pat Robertson pinata thing, and then we'll beat it and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> but in your front nice. yard, so everybody right, in the neighborhood could right. see. <laughs> Which is hilarious because we then have we'll a, dance about it. As our it next burns. door neighbor is a youth pastor, so that should be that should go over really well. Ooh, yeah, well, and no, the people on the him. and the people on the other side are Jehovah's Witnesses. So yeah, we've got. Well, uh, how a fucking Hallelujah! <laughs> got some believers in the house. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'll endear me to my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to be endeared to your neighbors. I don't really. No, not really. I do. I don't. I don't. A youth do that. pastor, huh? <laughs> that always sounded creepy to me. He's a nice guy. What I don't do you want do? Make it... I'm a youth pastor. No. <laughs> He's not. Can I see your youths? <laughs> no. Get away from my children. <laughs> youth pastor. 
Well, is that like just a pastor who's young, or is it a pastor for young it's, kids? It, I assume it's a pastor for children, like okay. the one that teaches them the catechism and all that bullshit. Did they? Well, I'm from Lutheran. They're okay. basically Catholic light, but <laughs> Catholic light. <laughs> yeah. It's a, instead of smoking the whole cigarette, you go for lights. Right. You know? Did you ever go through a phase of your life where you thought you were? I mean, were you religious? When I you were never put any thought into it, um, and yeah. just assumed it was all true until I was older. Yeah. Yeah, and then went. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> I just stopped. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I was not like, like oh, hallelujah. Church for me was like, um, it was either myself sleeping or me giggling a lot because my dad was snoring and my mom's constantly doing this because we got up really fucking early on a Sunday morning. <laughs> and of course, you were hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at eight years old, I was fucking toasted. We're going to church. I got to do at least three rails. I need a bottle of whiskey. Let's get this on. No, I was so excited when I uh, um, I did the catechism thing, and that was the thing. I think I told this before. Um, There's this ancient man that taught us the the Sunday school thing, and we had to go through because you were Lutheran, right? No, I you was were Protestant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Lutherans have to go through kind of like the the Catholics do. They have to go through this whole process, and then you can eat the body and drink the blood and all that stuff. Ooh. Yeah, it's 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 all kinds. It's like of, an episode of Walking Dead, <laughs> almost, but it, it, in shitty, like Lost. Um, <laughs> now you have to drink Jack's tears. Nice. That could be a fucking drinking game. I swear to God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was, you know, and I I actually just did a quick detour. I have always heard you say that, and I think bullshit, Jeff. He's not crying in every fucking episode. And I just watched an old video that I posted of Lost to Facebook from like years and years ago, and I clicked it. And I thought, oh, I haven't seen that scene. And I start watching, and he starts crying. I was like, fuck, <laughs> Jeff. God, man, you're gonna ruin this fucking show for me, man. Yeah, no, seriously, watch it over again. The second season to like I, all the way through the third season, every episode he has to cry at some point. Fucking Jeff, the doctor. Yeah, the yeah. handsome guy. Yeah. yeah, he had daddy issues, you know. Handsome guy, real <laughs> handsome. He's a handsome guy. Yeah, that was the the air. kind of a sexy guy. I think the, the other guy, the, the the bad boy, was more sexy Sawyer. for the ladies. Oh, yeah, the ladies yeah. love Sawyer. <laughs> oh my God, the youth pastor's coming out in me, <laughs> 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 or just came in me. I don't know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to the pastor thing. I went through the catechism uh. thing, and you have to learn all about the Bible. And all that. Well, this ancient man was teaching us, and she had the, back in the '80s, he had the giant hearing aid because he couldn't hear a goddamn <laughs> thing. So what? Uh, what so the kids would start doing like we would just be quiet, listening to him, and then um, he would ask a question. So one of the kids would go, "Okay, it's this," and <laughs> and he would turn up his hearing aid, turn up his, and they would just go to, they would do it over, and and, and we would all end up doing like. You know, they're talking to him but not making a sound. You turn up his hearing aid, and then the next kid would go ah like that. Ah, oh, oh. you could hear it just squeal in his ear. Poor guy, man. Oh, that was terrible. We were God. fucking terrible, and I was I was kind of the, oh. the nerdy kid, so I was not really part of that whole cool yeah. kid group. But uh, oh man, it was fucking funny as shit. Yeah, it was it was a good one, and they just kept doing it to him over and, over. and he never learned. The guy just oh. never fucking learned. <laughs> I think he called us assholes a few times. Like, that's oh, Christian of you. Look at you. It's okay. I can be forgiven, you little pricks. Yeah. <laughs> of course, our pastor was Pastor Cox. Really? Pastor Cox. It, it was C-O-X. Not... It wasn't, you know. 
Um, uh, he was actually youth, a really nice guy. Youth pastor. Cox. He wasn't a youth pastor. He was just pastor. Oh, just pastor. Youth pastor Cox is that would be recipe that would for be disaster. Awesome. <laughs> but every time, of course, we're all kids at the time, and every time we're twelve, oh. eleven or twelve, and every time you know somebody would say his name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my name means penis. Whatever, but uh, I, I no, I went through the whole thing. I was super excited because after you, I get to drink the wine. I was right, oh, right. Fucking wine! <laughs> I can't wait. They're gonna give me this super yummy wafer and then the wine. I was super excited, and I oh man, I got through the whole thing. I was all dressed up in my shitty '80s outfit with my giant fucking plastic glasses on. And <laughs> and, uh, it was back when I had hair, eh? and uh, uh, I got. I finally, I get up there, I get in line, and I, I kneel down, and they give me the body, and I'm like, here comes the blood, here comes the blood, it's wide, and then they switch it out. I'm like, what the, what the fuck was that? They swapped out the fucking cups. The pretty cup for not pretty cup. I want the pretty cup. It gave me fucking... I, I actually almost spit it up. I almost spit oh. up the blood of Christ. Because oh, <laughs> they no, gave me no, grape no, no. juice. <laughs> and I fucking hate grape juice. I've always hated grape juice. And so I went... <laughs> the look on the guy's face. That's not wine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so let's just say Jeff's never been super religious. I just was there right. for the wine, and they still didn't give it to me. That's how it started. <laughs> wow! You're like, I know Jesus has wine for blood. <laughs> Not right, exactly. Right, right. I'll be a motherfucking vampire if he ever comes back. <laughs> oh my! God. Drain that bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. I didn't. I never had any of those kind of experiences at church. I was always just sort of sitting there dozing off, being bored, you know. It was never I always got dragged to it by my grandmother. My parents had no interest in taking me to church, so I always went with my grandmother. Yeah. And it was just you know, I had a little bit of fun in the in the in the in the kids. You know, they would put us in the little kids area or whatever. But yeah. At some point I graduated into the now I have to sit out in the pews and listen to the incredibly boring fucking Yes, yes, it was terrible. You end up reading all the stupid songs, and they all end up the same. Like, every song is from 1894, and they're all the fucking same. Yeah. Same lyrics, they just go different tunes. But we didn't and do any of that. they all sound like this. <laughs> they all sound like this. Oh, fucking do white. <laughs> it was terrible, terrible shit. <laughs> hated church. Hated it so much. We yeah. had a pretty church, but... yeah. Nice big brick building. Of course, then you go to like Mexico City or you know Europe, and you see real churches, and you go, "Wow, that yeah, yeah." We didn't have churches. <laughs> I remember I being young enough and being told some of the things of uh, I was too young to understand metaphors, and so I remember being at church once, and um, one of the it was like the kids, you know, where they were talking to the kids at one point. They had all, all the kids there in a group, and they were showing them these slides, and they were fucking scary. It was about what happens after you die. And so they show they show the souls of the recently. I know, I know. They show the souls of the recently departed in these very realistic looking paintings of them following this path in the afterlife. And they, you know, the the metaphor was you have to stay on the straight and narrow path. Don't be this. this, Don't go off on this other path. And then they show the people going off on that path, and then they show them like in hell, burning. (laughs) And as a kid, I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, going. 
why don't we get the word out about which path to right, stay on? Right. And I was taking it way too literally. I was thinking, can we just tell people like a map or something? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I literally thought that the, I was Here's seeing the map follow the heaven. footsteps. <laughs> You know the ones beside you on the beach. Right, right, right. Can't we put little signs that <laughs> right, say? Right, right, right. Can't we put little signs that say "Heaven this way"? And, <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a sign over hell. So, you know. Yeah, and and why is the give path, up all hope? You why is, here, why is the path so narrow? It's like, can we just widen it a little? <laughs> it's a rope bridge right now. Why is it a rope bridge? It should be bigger than that. What's with the infrastructure in the afterlife? Right, can't right, they right. can't they get some people out there to widen these roads? <laughs> you haven't heard of suspension bridges at this point? <laughs> Absolutely, I, I, yeah. The religious thing was never huge. Uh, well, I think one of the big reasons is my dad was never baptized. I think he yeah. might have been recently because now he's found Jesus and all that shit. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> whenever I say Jesus, I always Jesus. have to say Jesus. Jesus. You know? Jesus. <laughs> I prefer Jesus. That's the three syllable Jesus. That's yeah. the three syllable Jesus. Savior. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like they add some extra syllables to things, but. Uh, um, no, when I was a kid, uh, he wasn't baptized, so he he literally wasn't allowed in some churches. Oh, wow! Because he refused to do it. So I mean, there was there was yeah, that. My mom has always been kind of super religious. Yeah. Um, but we were we were like you know, we were we went to a midnight mass on Christmas. That was that was. <laughs> yeah. But we would go, and my mom was adamant about having me go through the catechism, and, mm-hmm. and she promised me fucking wine that I never got. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I, I'm, not still, I'm not still. It still hurts to this day, doesn't it? Does. It stings a little bit. You can go all Jack Fucking on us grape in a juice. minute. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, why didn't you give me wine? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jack. <laughs> they yeah, all killed I, off all the cool characters on that show. That's what pissed me off. I think the most. Yeah. yeah. All the, I think all the cool characters they killed off. Yeah. Or they just changed them completely. Yeah. Because I like the bald guy. The bald guy was awesome. Beto? <laughs> He's awesome, too. Thank you. Yeah. Bald guy. Oh, Locke. Yeah, yeah Locke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was a great character first two seasons. Yeah. Well, the Third guy. season completely changed. His, yeah. his entire personality changed. Well, really no good reason. There was actually a reason, but you found out later why, it, why the personality change happened. I'm not going to tell. I don't want to spoil it for you, Jeff. Did you going to go back spoil and watch the it? fuck away? I'm never watching the rest of Lost. <laughs> I got so angry. It was so easy to right. predict, yeah. and I just got so angry at every fucking episode. Wait for it. Wait for it. Jack's crying. <laughs> it was. It became a joke at some point. So it was I like the idea I, of a drinking game, though. That that the drinking Jack drinking game that, would be pretty good. Yeah, but you would you would. It, there's some episodes where he cried like three times, so you you get some drinks in. Yeah. Even if he didn't cry, I think there was a lot of uh, anguish being expressed. Maybe oh, a little, the forlorn, too, like middle distance look. Yeah, every little, episode, little too every often. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was bringing his Jesus. dad, his dead dad, back from Australia in the plane crashes, and then he starts seeing his dad walking around the island. That would that would cause you a little bit of anguish, wouldn't it? No. No. <laughs> you don't give a crap. <laughs> you look pretty good for a dead guy, Dad. <laughs> Got any beer in that coffin? I will not watch Lost. I'm sorry. Right. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, what's a good call? That finale was. <laughs> That's. I hear that from a lot of people. Uh, it was like uh, oh, I that was, was so. That was a little uh, like, in your face uh, and disappointing. I liked the finale. I, it was uh, really the only way it could have ended. I liked it. What was it you didn't like about it? 
I didn't understand. Like, I didn't understand. Like, why? Why it ended that way? Yeah. Because they're waiting to get into heaven. I know, but. No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't about whatever the hell it was. I don't know exactly what it was about. I know they were like, it's because they're dead or something. They were dead and they're all enacting this shit on the beach. I don't. No, no, it basically no, it erased the entire series. I don't know. No, it, 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 yeah, no, 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 That was a waste. No, it didn't. You know, no, that was the way I felt. Like, I don't know. It was such a waste of time. You know, I invested my time watching this thing, and now it's suddenly yeah. finished like this. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't okay. know. Okay, I felt pretty good about the ending. I thought it was. A, I thought it was. Uh, I liked the way it ended, and it. Uh, yeah. It was. Uh, like I said, I don't want to spoil it. But if you're really never going to watch it, you're seriously not going to watch it. No, and in the, in the sixth season, I have better shit to do with my life. <laughs> in the sixth season, they seem to have two different incompatible oh, six of the seasons of that shit. <laughs> no, I'm never watching it. In the sixth season, they seem to have an alternate storyline going on parallel to the real storyline, and for some reason, they arrive in L.A. safe and sound, okay. and they can and they have what appears to be their normal life that would have played out had they not landed on the island. Mm-hmm. And it turns out you find out at the end that it's actually the afterlife, and that they have flashed way LA forward. Is the afterlife? They're yeah, in no. hell. <laughs> they done guys, gone to fucking. Hell. You guys went on the wide path, didn't <laughs> you? you? Right, 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 right. You took that detour. But in 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 this, don't know what circle, but it's hell. And whatever this is, it's not it's not heaven or hell. It's like a it's like a uh, it's like a purgatory. Yeah, yeah. And so and what happens is they have to remember. What happened to them and how they got here? Where all the un- unbaptized babies go? Yeah, and and if you don't, I mean, I could see not liking maybe the storyline of it, but the the one thing that affected me was the fact that all the characters who were in love with each other in the main storyline had to kind of rediscover each other, and they did that every time they would come into contact, they would start having like these sort of I think I know you from somewhere, and those little Catch moments were really were really good. Those were really well done. Like there's a Sawyer and Juliet. Uh, probably one of the best ones they come in because at one point when she dies Juliet. in the main story, she says something about how we should go Dutch, and it doesn't make any sense. And then later on in the afterlife, they're they're uh, they meet up at a vending machine and they're they're sort of looking at each other, going, "I know you from somewhere." And then she goes, "We should go have lunch sometimes. Maybe we'll go Dutch." And then at that moment, they go. Oh, Oh, that's right. And then they remember their whole past, and then it was like it's like it's kind of if you've invested that much time in the characters, at least that is a little bit of a payoff for mm-hmm. the characters, and they remember cool, each other. And then they all end up in a um, all together in a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think this is what threw a lot of people off. I think a lot of people felt that it was a religious kind of ending, and I didn't feel like it was a lot religious. of people. I, I remember seeing a lot of yeah things on the internet about that. Yeah. that People either were like adamant about, oh no, bro, this proves God exists, or you know, it's, oh yeah, because people are idiots. Yeah. Um, and, and and then there's the other side that was like, oh, man, it's just a religious triton. It it did seem like that, but if you there were little details in there that kind of gave away the fact that what they were actually doing was it was more of like a reincarnation. They were all going together into the next whatever carna- er, in incarnation they were going to have. And the the idea was that they were somehow all a group that was staying right. together through these different. So they were going off to their next lives uh, and see. would know each other there too as different people. But what does that have to do with the fucking island? <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest thing. That I think it started for me because the first season up. is solid. The first season right. was yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I was I hooked. Like, it, and it ended with the the, the monster thing. Yeah. And, yeah, and I said, if this is a fucking smoke monster, the I'm smoke? out. Smoke. 
If it's a fucking smoke monster, I'm at. You give me a fucking real monster. You gave me a polar bear. Now give me a real fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. No. Fucking smoke. <laughs> that was the first. That was number, it hit number one to Jeff's asshole. And from then, it was just one after another. Oh. Well, fucking smoke monster. I mean, I, I guess that comes down monster. to personal taste. I, I actually, I am it. looking I, forward I really to seeing uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, that looks cool. That looks actually amazing. Um, of course, I'll watch John Goodman do a jig naked, but because um, <laughs> he's fucking John Goodman and he's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait to see that one. That yeah, one looks good. Yeah, that looks really cool. And they've talked about that for years about doing a. Kind of a sequel, but that isn't actually a sequel. It's just taking Cloverfield place. Cloverfield was same. one of the few like found footage movies that I actually liked. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, that was. Um, I good. thought it was really kind of well done yeah. for its time. Mm-hmm. Um, the, mostly the found footage shit. I just fucking can't stand. Well, they they have that scene in the in the movie where the guy filming passes the you know and the the bridge is all crowded and people are trying to cross. Mm-hmm. He passes another guy with a video camera filming too. Mm-hmm. And they had the the theory was that they were going to do the sequel based on what that guy was filming. So uh, in the middle mm-hmm. of that movie, you'd see the characters from the first movie pass by, and they would recreate that scene. They'd go past, and then that would be the only connection. They would just you know tell the story of a different group of people. Well, this this doesn't appear to be uh, yeah, any I, kind of sequel. Um, yeah, as far I mean, it seems like just a character study in an underground shelter. Yeah. Well, the the creature is still above. You know, I actually I, recently I read. I looked on Wikipedia and just sort of read about the whole Cloverfield thing and why J.J. Abrams did that. And he was actually trying to create a new. You know, he says a move, the history of movies they have a lot of monsters that are famous, like Godzilla, King Kong, mm-hmm. and he was like he wanted to create a new modern version of that, like a new. No, and I thought he did a great job. Oh yeah, yeah, I did I too. He That's did I had, job. but I never thought of it that way. I never mm-hmm. thought about the fact that he's creating this new. Um, you know, and and if I, I guess I'm kind of surprised there aren't more movies about that. You know, using that same situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's kind of what you're. You know, the King Kong movies. You've got all these different King Kong things, and and Godzilla. Yeah. You've got a million of those. I yeah. guess I think I his Godzilla. idea. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. his idea was that he wanted. It sounded like he wanted other people to tell stories in that. In mm-hmm. that. He's trying to bring back the kaiju. Yeah. You know, kind yeah. of thing. And, uh, kinda cool. I, 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 I did really enjoy uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro's kid movie of, of the kaiju. That was awesome. Giant what is robots. that? It was Pacific Rim. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, it was a great movie. Fun. Yeah. And I, I still describe it to this day as, as Guillermo del Toro's children's movie. Yeah. It's as close as he's ever going to get to a children's movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 Pacific Rim. <laughs> no, uh, Devil's Backbone. Great children's movie. I'm going to show my daughter tomorrow. <laughs> have you ever seen The Devil's Backbone? I have not. Oh, no. Fuck, you got to watch it. It's such a good movie. Yeah. I got it upstairs if you want to borrow the Blu ray. Yeah, I'd like to see it sometime. Yeah, it's he's fucking uh, amazing. Uh, he's, if I had to make a top 10 list of films, um, Pan's Labyrinth would be in it. That's a, mm-hmm. I, I, to this I day, it's one of those movies where I was so choked up and like emotionally affected at the end of it. I was like, I can't believe what I just experienced. Yeah, yeah no, that movie's yeah. an experience. Absolutely yeah. an experience. And I finally, uh, I think last year, I watched his first movie, yeah. which was uh, Kronos. Okay, yeah. Um, and it, wow, what a, it's a basically a vampire movie, but you, you kind of don't know it. 
Yeah. And it's yeah, oh, it's really good. And it's so funny the uh, that Ron Perlman is in it. Yeah. Cuz yeah. yeah, you know, everybody it's, it takes place in Mexico and he's like this guy. I'm almost afraid to watch <laughs> his so his good. his movies are almost like David Lynch movies where I'm almost afraid to watch it because the Pan's Labyrinth had such a, an impact on me. I just I the, I think the Devil's Backbone would probably It was it was a good it thing, is, but it was also like right. at the same time I walked around for days after watching right. that movie going, "Oh god, what the hell, man? That it it's like one of those movies that gets to you on a subconscious level mm-hmm. and something i don't know what it is man that movie yeah. messed with me well, the, the movie has so many parallel uh, it has so many levels to it yeah i mean you have the the brutal reality yeah. and then her fantasy which is almost just as brutal yeah. but it's still more beautiful than reality right. yeah, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah oh my god it just keeps doing and that the way over that and over to you the ending with you know that's if if it was all the fantasy parts it'd be the happy ending you know like right. you've you've chosen well but that's exa- spoiler but, alert that's exactly how it ended though yeah but because of the reality part of it it becomes really tragic and well, sad. Well, you as an adult like, know what's know, happening and uh, and then her as a child is moving on to yeah. Be a princess. Oh God, man! That movie. It <laughs> just the same aftertaste af- afterwards. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, No, the Devil's so. Backbone. I'll have to give it to you before you leave today. Yeah, okay, definitely yeah. sit down and watch it. I'll, I'll have to watch it too. Maybe that'll be our movie for next week. Yeah, the Devil's Speaking Backbone. Speaking of movies, I rewatched uh, uh, Blade Runner because uh, yes, your son liked it. Oh yeah, no, no, he watched it with me a, a while back, but um, I, I, I just rewatched it again because Bree brought it up that she couldn't get through it, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, it is, it is. A complaint about it back in the '80s even was that it was slow paced. See, and, I, and I, I just brought that up with my my wife or somebody else. I, we were having a conversation with somebody, yeah. and it was about exactly that. Our kids' movies when we were young, yeah, um, were much different from the you know explosion movies and the kid movies of today that are just very fast paced, yeah. almost a short attention span theater. Yeah, you know. And back in the day, I mean, if you watch the original. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Escape to Witch Mountain. Most of that's oh, just yeah. them traveling yeah. and exposition. Yeah. I mean, the whole movie is very slow paced, yeah. yeah. and then of course it climaxes really well. You know, with the kids displaying their power, and then the thing coming down. It, spoiler alert: yeah. If you haven't seen the, the movie from 1977, <laughs> um, <laughs> spoiler. Alert. By the way, by the way, by the way, T S T S versus a map. I remember sitting in the theater watching in 1982, and I must have been nine years old. I was fascinated by by. Uh, Blade Runner. I thought it was just amazing. Yeah. And I I couldn't imagine my daughter at nine years old sitting through that movie. She no. Like, it is really, it is actually really slow paced. I just don't think I've ever thought of it that way. I've never, no, it's never bothered it, me. It's visually spectacular. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the pacing is on purpose. Yeah. And it, it works for the film. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's it, the whole, it's. And it makes the ending, which is, again, spoiler alert, it's if you haven't seen Ridley the movie Scott, from back right? then. Yeah. It, the ending that actually does pick up the pace quite a bit, you know, the mm-hmm. part oh, where yeah. Rucker Hours character is chasing Harrison Ford through that building, you know, it makes that seem a lot more, you know, a lot more frightening, I guess, is the mm-hmm. right word, because everything else in this movie has been very slow paced and, and mellow. And the actions part, the action parts of it, suddenly it's just like suddenly you're, everything's moving mm-hmm. ahead at a breakneck speed. So, yeah. You know, one thing is uh, uh, this viewing of the movie revealed to me that I never really... Uh, I didn't understand the fact that... Which Earth, version did you watch, just out of curiosity? The director. Oh, okay, the, so you, without the all the cut. commentary, yeah, without yeah. all the... I've learned to appreciate that. I The first time I saw that, I I was like, oh, I can't miss the little voiceover. That, that felt right. 
But um, I've gotten used to the to the director's cut. I think that's probably better. But um, I've only ever watched the director's cut since I got the DVD because that's what oh, I got. I, I, yeah. think I bought it in Mexico. Yeah. And I just watched it over and over and over. And well, I forgot the theatrical cut has all the yeah. Harrison Ford's dialogue well, through over every scene. Yeah. So. The thing, well, the the dialogue was that that voiceover, that narration was there only because the film company thought that that audiences would be too dumb to get the get what was going on. Mm. And it's like, it's not that hard to figure out. I realize it's supposed to be in the future, and there's a lot of unfamiliar stuff going on here. Well, American cinema tends to talk down to its audience. Yeah, And it's done it more and more, and it's continued on until we have the films that we do now that completely talk down. That's why uh, I think you guys (laughs) brought it up today. These guys were talking about uh, The Revenant. And it is very slow-paced, yes, but it's it's one of those that kind of builds. And there's a lot of fucked-up shit that happens in the movie, but it's... Visually gorgeous. The acting's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's actually a good movie. Is it Oscar worthy? No, no, it's not. But mm. uh, the cinematography absolutely is yeah. Oscar worthy, yeah. and he did win. Um, but uh, the the whole movie shouldn't have been nominated for best film of the year. Yeah. But it is a good movie. Yes. It, but it hails back to that kind of very slow paced mm. story where you follow the characters, the yeah. three or four characters that are in it. You know, and right. and. Most everything else is is either Oscar bait or or you know a blow up movie. Yeah, Transformers. Yeah, I think a fan of Transformer. I was gonna say Transformers. At some point, they're gonna start doing voiceovers for the Transformers movies because they are afraid people aren't gonna get the. They're not gonna understand the nuance of this uh, Transformer. Plants crave electrolytes. <laughs> oh my god! If nobody's yeah. heard that, uh, seen that movie, you need to go fucking watch it now. Yeah, that's uh, that's idiocracy becoming... is beautiful. And if you're thinking about voting for Donald Trump. Watch Idiocracy, please. Please, please watch that movie. Because <laughs> they're going to end up wanting to vote for... Uh, what's Because he's going to give electrolytes to plants. <laughs> this is Laurelwood wow. Brewing. Uh, I really do like Laurelwood Brewing. This is a porter. It's yeah. tree. Hor- it's an organic tree hugger porter, so it costs you at least a dollar more. Because it's organic. <laughs> Whenever you see organic, it's going to cost you at least a dollar more. Yeah. Um, and um, actually, all of Laurelwood stuff is organic. And they actually make very good beer. Yeah, I will admit that absolutely. I've bought their red ale many times. It's absolutely fabulous. Yeah, it's tree hugger porter. What do we think? I like it. I like yeah, it a lot. I, um, I was a little off put. I forgot that this was a porter, even though I'm the one that brought it. Um, I forgot that it was a porter. And when you said that, I was getting, I was kind of prepping mm. myself for a very heavy taste. But this is, um, this is not that bad. I mean, for the, especially for this time of day. <laughs> For this time of day, what? So for brunch, it's yeah. a good brunch it's, beer. This is a brunch beer. Well, we started with a breakfast beer, so and then we we right went we right into a, a, a beer that we should have drank last night. Yeah, <laughs> this is, Mike, you would have loved that beer. It was absolutely amazing. Lots of flavors, lots of textures. This beer is lots of flavor, but not a whole lot of texture. Mm. Yeah, it's good. I'd it's give it a solid three. I'd give it a three too. Yep, that's exactly absolutely. What I'd do. I like it. What do you think? One yeah. to five. I would say four. Yeah. My taste. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. Excellent. We like input from everywhere, even <laughs> Canada, <laughs> through Mexico. Yeah. I have an interesting background here. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For yeah. sure. All right. Devil's Backbone. We're gonna watch it for next week. Okay. Yeah. And maybe uh, we can convince uh, the other podcasters. To uh, watch it as well. Or convince her to finish Blade Runner so I don't have to worry about spoiling the ending. Although I guess there's two different endings, really, when you consider it. There's the theatrical there is ending. Two. There's a theatrical ending and then a 
yeah. the director's cut ending, which that's one of the few director's cuts that's actually better than the theatrical release. It's a lot better. I think so. Yeah. I mean, Lucas kept trying to do it over and over again. It just kept getting worse <laughs> and worse and worse. Um, so, you know, and, and there's a lot of director's cuts that are just shit. Yeah. Um, actually, James Cameron does a pretty good job with his director's cuts because all he really does is add in some scenes. Yeah. I like I liked Aliens, his director's cut of Aliens. Mm-hmm. It adds a little bit more background to uh, not only Ridley... Ridley? Did I say Ridley? Um, uh, uh, what's her name? Fucking ah! Uh, yeah, Ridley. Good. Close. It enough. is Ridley, isn't, isn't it? it? I, I think, think it is actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that character it adds a lot of background to that character because she is. <laughs> why, if you just went through this horrific event, why would you go back and do it again? Yeah. This actually right. gives, gives context, her reason yeah. to right. go do it again because you know yeah. she found out her child's dead. She lived to like eighty six. And, uh, you know, she watched some of the videos, and, and she really has nothing left. And it shows her trying to get a job, and she can't get a job because she's not... It's 56 years later. Yeah. And so it, her, her technical knowledge is way out of date. Hmm. So she's trying to get a job. She really has nothing, and, and no one's going to do... The company's not going to do anything for her. They're going to give her this check, and that was it. So all she has is the cat, of course, from Alien. Yeah. Uh, oh, what the fuck's the cat's name? God damn it. I should know this. Jones. If I wasn't... Jonesy. Thank Jones, you. Yeah, Jonesy yeah. the cat. Yes. Yeah. We had a um, cat and we named it that. That's nice. why. Oh, genius. <laughs> I never even thought of that. Damn it, Susan. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the first name. Jones could be the second name. Well, like I mentioned name. earlier, our cats, are, uh, our cats are an old lesbian couple. <laughs> Susan and Ruby. <laughs> Uh, go wrapping back around to the Indigo Girls. <laughs> hey, they're fucking fabulous. Those women are amazing. Um, but <laughs> yes, they're, they're, it gives reason why she would go back out and do it again. Yeah. You know? Okay. So that's that's one thing that I, I must give him, even though his last couple movies were yeah. not all that impressive. Well, I think we're uh, I think we're down to the final thoughts. So are we down to the final thoughts? I think we're down to the final. Are you thoughts. down to the final thoughts? Kind of feels like a final I feel thought. A little gassy, so that might be <laughs> oh true. no, not again! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man! Oh, uh, for podcast listeners oh, who've never been in just vicinity, when he feels a little gassy, um, <laughs> let's let's just be warned. You will need some sort of apparatus. Have you ever watched DeathCon Three? <laughs> oh, you missed it last night, man. I uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Remember, I have been in the car with Jeff when he was going off. (laughs) (laughs) And that is like a, uh, I think that actually should be defined as a form of torture and never allowed in any country. (laughs) Do you want waterboarding or in a car with Jeff? Uh, Waterboarding, please. (laughs) He woke me up. He woke me up. I was sleeping and he smelled so bad that he woke me up. I've woke myself up. Scared myself yeah, by farting. Last night we had to step outside. It was it, yeah. It Is was that so why the door was open this morning? Uh, it's freezing my ass off in here. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking you're not afraid any wild animals would come in the house. No, actually, no. No, no. <laughs> no wild animal come they up to the door to... and go. I'm fucking out. <laughs> I know I smell food in there, but fuck it, I'd rather starve. I know I lick my own ass, but I would not step my foot into that house. <laughs> oh, and on that note, <laughs> any final final thoughts? Would it, do you have any um, wisdom or or? I'm not the wisdom. It's just uh, wanna, I want to thank. Yeah, it was a pleasant yeah. surprise after a, a birthday party. Just you know, being well, being this part is of your this. Your birthday month, yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoying beer. 
I know you've been on our list. We have like a few people we want to be on the podcast, and you were definitely one of them. So oh, by nice the way, to... there's an open invitation for you guys to come over to my place in Maple Ridge, Canada. <laughs> you can brew cats from there. We can get some uh, local beer from there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In, a these, lot of in these headphones, that little Maple Ridge, Canada, that sounded pretty hot. <laughs> there you go. Maple Ridge. <laughs> there you go. Ridge. <laughs> so... Absolutely, sir. Final thoughts? Uh, I don't really have any final thoughts other than I really want our former intern slash current third to finish watching Blade Runner because it's one of my favorite movies. And I'd, I'm actually curious to see what her what her reaction is to the ending if she, you know, puts the, especially with the director's ending. Although I don't think that's what she's watching. But anyway, so we'll pick that up at a later time, I guess. <laughs> that's one thing I think me and my wife were talking about the other day is... is I know millennials were, you know, love Star Wars and all that stuff, yeah. but they they didn't experience it the way our generation did. There was nothing like that before. Oh yeah, right. And there's been right. thousands of like it since. So I think Blade Runner is very much along that line. Right. Yeah. It, there was nothing like it before, but there's been hundreds like it since. And so they're desensitized, I think, to the the experience, the original experience. Of it. Yeah. That's and there's fair. a lot of more deeper meaning, I think, in in Blade Runner than. I suppose that's my fucking final thoughts, but <laughs> god damn it, I want wine, not grape juice. My only final thought. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, on Jeff's, on leaving out on, on Jeff's tears here. <laughs> Jack. 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 I'm the new Jack. Jack. I'm going to oh, cry shit. about fucking wine <laughs> in church for the rest of my time on this island. I'll say good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Buenas noches, Dave. <laughs> Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Squatman, Rick Anderson, and our special guest Beto Varela. Beto, how do you feel about your appearance on the podcast? Yeah, this was totally unexpected. <laughs> Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. <laughs> and why that exists? Why Windows lets you flip your screen upside down? No I used idea. to do that on purpose to a woman I worked with yeah, yeah. all the time. I was always messing with her computer stuff. She was half blind, so she, all of her icons were like this big. <laughs> and so I would set the resolution all the way to the smallest. Right. Or, you know, flip her screen upside down or do all that kind of stuff. I worked, with, nuts. The, I worked awesome. with a guy that used to, because I would leave my computer just, before I was in IT, I would leave my computer just sitting there logged in. And so he would teach me the lesson by coming over and doing a screenshot. And hiding all my stuff in a folder somewhere and then putting the screenshot. So I'd come back and start clicking. And be like, yeah. <laughs> that's so, that's I, I've seen that done too. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody did that to me at work. I can't remember who. <laughs> yeah. I think one of my one of my minions did it. Yeah. Which, I don't even know what to say Which, now. which oh, beer wait. do we want to start with? What? Do we want to line them up in the order we want to go or do you want to? Well, let, let me uh, check what we got. We got a porter, a saison, a barley wine. And an imperial IPA. Not into the barley. These wines. are these are. It's a barley wine style ale, so it's not actually oh. a barley wine. It's an ale. Okay. Brewed like a barley wine. Okay. That's or use the use either use the ingredients and or yeah. brewed it that way. 
So let's go these two first, and then we'll do these two last. Boom, like so. So we'll start with a Sasson. 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 Videl Sasson. Exactly. From ecleptic. Ecleptic. Epileptic brewing. They shake every bottle and it just ends up blowing up in your face. That's how they brew. <laughs> seizure. Through seizure. That's how they all brew. I'm supposed to start, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Starts with coming to you. 